I'd say it's been way too long since I uh, spoke to, to this gentleman. Uh, he had one election handily, I might add, back on the 8th of November. It's always great having him, though. Uh, needs to kind of pump up his energy levels, uh, for sure. Maybe that's the reason. But <laughs> I'm only teasing. Uh, but it's always great to have Senator Mary Matera representing the second senatorial. You better bring it today, sir. How are you? I need help. I need help. And to my Jay Oliver and all the 1039 listeners, <clears throat> I thank you so much for uh, all you do, 1039. But we need help up in Albany to spread the word. What's happening right now with renewable energy. Renewable energy is very, very important. But the way the governor right now is proposing 2025 to 2030, we are going to be shutting our gas off, guys. That's the natural gas, propane, or oil. <clears throat> Very important that everybody understands that you are not going to be able to replace your gas stove, your boiler, or your dryer, anything gas. But it's just this way. It's so bad that the propane tank that you fill up for your barbecue won't be able to be filled up. We're going to have to go, Jay, everybody listeners, maybe we're going to have to go in Patton, and I said this up at Albany at the hearing. At the CAC hearing, I said straight out, guys, you're going to have to go and patent a solar barbecue. That's where we're heading. I have no problem. I'm very much in favor of renewable energy till it's perfected. But, Jay, I need help. Everybody needs to understand that. Everybody I talk to goes, no, that can't happen. Yes, it is, guys. All listeners, all Long Islanders, all New Yorkers, we need to spread the word that Governor Hochul proposal is not going to work for New Yorkers. It's going to put us in a spiral. Right now, people can't afford right now with their food bills. When I was running, going to see people, going to the homes was a different story. I was going to the supermarkets and going to the Home Depots, and people were walking out. They're looking at their receipts going, how am I going to be able to afford to put food on my table? This is out of control. Now, what's going to happen with this, the way she's proposing this, it's going to be a disaster for all New Yorkers, my friends. Yeah, uh, you know, listen, I mean, this this kind of is a handoff of what we're seeing on the national scale, right, with the stoves and everything else, what we're talking there. And, you know, the latest report, uh, Senator, regarding Russia now kind of raising uh, its deal regarding uh, oil. And, you know, I always think about independence, energy. I think about common sense. We've lost it. I don't get it. Uh, we don't have any more common sense left. I don't, I don't know what the heck has happened over the last uh, uh, eight years Seven, eight years, give or take, you know. Uh, but this is the madness, the madness that we are seeing on a national scale as well. Well, I'm just saying, I'm being honest. I am the ranker on energy. I was very proud that Senator Ort, Leader Ort, um, appointed me to be ranker with Senator Parker, which has been doing a great job. I, You know, he's very sensible, but we have some people that so far left. I even have Senator Hinchie that's from upstate um upstate up in the Casco area, up in, um, and she is pretty much going to hurt all her farmers. And her farmers need to understand this because wind and solar can only produce a certain amount of energy. Now we're going to have all of these battery parks. I don't know if you know that about storage. I don't know, Jay, did you hear about that? Uh, a little bit. Expand on it, though. Okay, we have battery parks for storage now. So now I spoke, I spoke to, I had a great conversation with our fire, firefighters. Okay, our commissioners, they're very concerned because if a Tesla car or electric car goes on fire, and I'm telling all the listeners, please do not have an electric car in your garage, 
Because if that goes on fire, you have to let it burn to the ground. Firefighters cannot put that out. It has to be submerged in water. I don't hate to put fear, but this is the truth. So now, God forbid, something happens with these battery parks, and they go on fire. What are we doing to, to protect our environment? So it's, this is something serious that we cannot have people mandate. This is a mandate. The governor, this is not something that's being put forward. This will be another mandate. And I know the people that I represent in Smithtown and Huntington and pretty much everybody on Long Island that I talk to. Do we like mandates, Jay? No, no. It, it's crazy. And, you know, I think about those New York City restaurants, too. I mean, the majority of them use gas. Most common stove in a high volume kitchen, isn't it? I think. I mean, <laughs> folks, but gas stoves are powered by sending natural gas, sometimes propane, what the center is talking about here, uh, to a cooktop burner, fuel a flame. I mean, my goodness. I, I don't know where uh, we're that's going. The, that's the other thing, also, too. They're saying that, in other words, this causes asthma and everything like that. Really, where's the science with this? This is something that, I, I again, I'm a common sense person i say i'm never a politician i'm an elected official because you know you you sit there and you, you listen to everybody and then we had our hearing on january 19th if the listeners want to go january 19th the cac climate action committee hearing i would love people just to go on that hearing up in albany with the senate and that'll tell the tale that'll just you can understand it like there it is i even brought up into a professor from cornell about hydrogen power for renewable energy for our future which is important I've been dealing with Brookhaven National Lab. They're wonderful out there. The most sophisticated scientists in the world, Jay, in the world. And I have a Cornell professor saying, ah, oh, no, it's not going to work hydrogen. Right now, Brookhaven National Lab is proposing to build a hydrogen um, power source for the facility. They used to have nuclear power there. They're shut down. But another thing, Jay, everybody the listeners need to understand, 50% of the energy Electric transmission lines come from out of state. And guess what they're ran on, Jay? Yeah, you're right. Fossil, fossil fuel plants. So, so guess what? I said, it's the question. So 50%, what are we going to be doing to cut those transmission lines off from Jersey, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, and, Connecticut, uh, and Canada? What are we going to be doing with those? Are we going to be shutting down those transmission lines? And guess what? Like the deal with the headlights. They don't know what to say to me. Because what is it? Is there like a a, a, a borderline uh, a beam that goes up and says, oh, guess what? We're, we're not going to have any of the um, emissions come across the New York state line. But it's okay that we're passing the buck to other states. Oh, it's crazy. Uh, again, I look at these restaurants. Uh, how do you sear a burger on an electric grill? I mean, that's got to be rough. Uh, you know, you're trying to bring the heat back on a fryer. You don't have enough frying power. I mean, I can't even ima imagine the reinvestment dollars uh, to get new ovens. I mean, my goodness. Uh, it's it's just completely out of whack here. Really, completely what, out of whack. What we're doing is we're putting fear, again, into all New Yorkers, not just Long Islanders. But to all New Yorkers, all owners, all, like you said, restaurant owners, they're going to have to convert and figure out what they're going to do with electric. But you know what the problem is? Now, the appliance stores won't be able to sell. This is what I'm saying to everybody, listeners. They won't be able to sell in 2030, could be to 2025 to 2030. They won't be able to sell appliances so you can replace it. 
So now what's going to happen is you're going to have all the states that are bordering us. They'll have appliance stores, and everybody's going to be going across the purchase, Jay. This is this is what we're about? I know. It's, uh, it's nuts. It really is. And, you know, it's interesting. We had Lita Roy on yesterday, Senator. We were talking about the, uh, the, the craziness and everything else. We'll get into the whole MTA thing, but... Uh, you know, the latest thing now, the lawsuit uh, regarding the uh, chief uh, judge uh, selection, Henry LaSalle. Give me a, give me a little something on that. Um, where do you think this goes to? This is another example of the the, the nature of, of so far to the left as far as the thinking here that you can't even bring in an individual who, who has a, l- a little different way of going about his business and now culminating with a lawsuit. Give me, give me uh, something on that. So, one thing, um, the governor, that was like something that she should have, and the, the problem is, it's like, let's make a deal, Monty Hall, but even with the raises, which was a disaster, okay, that you sit there, you say to yourself, you're going from 110 to 142, and, and then you can't have any other income over $35,000 after 2025 with outside income, which you're never going to get the good a good common sense person that understands business, okay? And understands the ways to balance their checkbook, okay? You hope you get the right person for that. Now, the governor could have said, right before all that, said, you know, this is my pick, and she heard all this, everything that was going on for weeks about the LaSalle appointment. She should have been doing something with that, but she didn't. She bowed down to these far-left progressives, and look what happened. This just showed weakness on her part. And I have no idea what's going to happen with this and what she's going to do. Is she putting a lawsuit forward? I have no idea. I know that um, Senator Plumbo um, put the lawsuit forward about this. And you know what? We're going to see what's going to happen. But the governor never came to our leader, Senator Ort, because that would have been another disaster for her if she was to do that. Because her party, the Democrats, would have been looking at her and going, what are you doing now? This is what you're doing? You're going to go to their side? Now she has a budget coming up, Jay. So it's really, it's a double-edged sword with her, but she made the mistake, especially with the raises. That was a disaster. She never got both, all leaders together. In the Assembly, Hastings and Barclays, and in the Senate, Ort and um, Stuart uh, Cousins, get them together. It was all of our raises. And you know what? To come up with something that was reasonable. Come up with a, you know, um, you know a, a structure for five years. Across the living structure. You don't go and just do that. It was a total disaster. And she bowed down and she, guess what happened? It shows that, in other words, she she needs to be more of a leader and she needs to be, again, you're going to get probably sit there. What do you think would happen with Cuomo with this one? Well, listen, I mean, the, the thing with Hochul is, has she ever heard of the word negotiation? I mean, my goodness. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, everybody, you, know, you want to raise, you want to make it, you know, the, the, the top ledge in the country, you pass. Now, listen, Senator Terry, you are a hardworking man. I will not deny you the extra money. You deserve it. But my goodness. Can you I put a couple of no. chips on the I table voted, regarding negotiation, please? I mean, come on. Jay, There's a couple I of things on the no. table presented to Stuart Cousins and Hasty. My goodness. <laughs> what a disaster that was. They even start the year. <laughs> I voted no. Our whole conference voted no with the Senate. 
that all of the assembly uh, members in the Republican uh, conference voted no. Again, it was a disaster. And you know what? Not for anything to, to not have everybody sit down. And again, she should have sat down, worked it out, and worked out her appointment. But I'm going to be honest with you, the first order of business in the session, they stacked the deck with the committee. <laughs> and guess what happened? They got 10-9, and it got knocked down. So you know what? Let's see what's going to happen. I have no idea. But you know what? More importantly about things, I care about New Yorkers. I care about my constituents in my district in the great Smithtown and the great Huntington. And I'm very, very proud. You know, with the redistricting lines, we could talk about that gerrymandering that went on that really didn't get out enough that the public didn't understand what the Democrats did with that. And you understand that, Jay. Am I correct? No question. There's no question. I mean, listen. You know, there are things that were done, had to be done last second and everything else. A lot of people were on the fly as far as these maps were concerned. It was very tough. It was a very tough season, I'm sure, for you. Very it, tough. it was, you know what, you know, you know, it was, uh, it was just upsetting that you have to have a special masters out of Pennsylvania to redraw your lines. We didn't even do it in-house. It's just called dysfunctional government. Imagine that. Guys, listeners. A special master's out of Pennsylvania drew our lines for us, for the public. I, I just don't get it. Again, common sense, there isn't any. So <clears throat> the other thing, if I could discuss, I know we, you know, you're a busy man, and I love our radio station and our listeners, is the affordable housing situation to supersede town policy, just like with these accessory dwellings. That was on my list for you, my friend. You know, I mean, the thing is, I mean, what are we going to change suburban life here based on this proposal? I mean, come on. I mean, do you really think this is, I mean, that, that is an awful thing? You know, you can't help but think, what does she What does she have against? What does she have against Long Island, for crying out loud? Does anybody not understand the magnitude of this as far as these you know, affordable housing zoning proposals? What is she trying to do? You know what she's trying to do? Again, another mandate. We elect great officials from the supervisors, which my Ed Wareheim, Ed Smith, my two towns, and all the, all the supervisors, the council people. Then they appoint great people that know our demographics of our towns to go with planning. <clears throat> Excuse me. For the planning boards. And you know that they understand it. Now she's putting, Governor Hochul is putting a planning board together to supersede our planning board to say, if you do not have a certain percentage of affordable housing that are in your area, we will come in and tell you what you're going to do in our towns. Listeners, everybody has to understand this is real. This is another mandate again from this governor. Just like what she did with the vaccines, when she had that vax necklace on, and after I said something, she doesn't wear it anymore. Imagine that again. All the people that lost their jobs, they need they need to be compensated for losing all those nurses in the healthcare you know healthcare system. The our, our firefighters, our, all the people that lost their jobs, the food prep people in the um, in the uh, hospitals, the cleaners, they lost their jobs because of why? Imagine that one. This is another 
mandate everybody that what she's trying to do to supersede town policy. Everybody votes. Democracy at really, the finest. Everybody votes. It, it really is. Talking with Mary Matera. A uh, couple of minutes. I'll tell you one more that really got me, and that I, you know, listen, anything concerning this rotten, lousy Metropolitan Transportation Association, aka the MTA. <laughs> I am sorry. Are you going to single out Long Islanders for figuring out your lack of accountability, General Lima? How dare you? How dare you? Point out to the fact that it's going to be on Long Islanders to make up the losses of your inability to lead properly. How dare you? And then you ask for a 5.5% increase from commuters. I mean, I can't take this nonsense. Bail out, bail out, hands out, hands out. Cuomo years prior to that, $12 billion bailout. <laughs> One point three eight billion. I mean, I can't deal with it anymore. Honestly, John Oliva should be thrown out of his ear for that one. That is an absolute disgrace. You know, you say I have. You say you say I have passion. Listen to you. Did I get you going this morning? I love it. I get it. But all I can tell you is this: we had our hearing the other day, and and Commissioner Lever. Um, I mentioned about with about the um, the North North uh, Rail, you know, the North Shore from Huntington to Port Jeff Station to be, make sure it's electrified, right? And he, he didn't give me really the right answer, and we we're, gonna, we're having a discussion on this. And of course, Newsday gives me a call because they know I brought the question up that we need electrification for our rail, so for our commuters, and to get rid of the dirty diesel trains. Very simple. We care about our environment. Very simple, but we care about our commuters that they could go from Port Jefferson and not have to get off the train to get on another train to go into Penn, right? Very simple philosophy. $10 billion, we have them, just to give a heads up, we have monies from the federal government. We need to make sure it has to come back to New York, come back to Long Island, excuse me, to come back to Long Island. He was pretty much saying to me, well, we'll talk about, I don't know if it's a good investment or not. So we have a meeting, him and I, and we're going to have a talk because Newsday didn't write exactly what I said. I pretty much said that, you know, do you feel confident that this is going to happen? I said, till he says he's going to be doing a feasibility study. Again, Jay, am I correct by that? You do a feasibility study, we come back. And I know we have another feasibility study also. So I want to see what his comes back and I want to see what ours comes back. How could you sit there and say that we, we, we shouldn't get rid of the diesel trains in the North Shore? Now, listen, it's just another... Shining example of mismanagement, I'll tell you that much. It's it's really an absolute disgrace. It really is. I mean, the MTA well, can't even control the, the homeless population uh, in and around areas which they are in charge of. And they can't even figure out that aspect in their own backyard. And I'll tell you, it, it, I don't care who you put in there as a chair, Pat Foy. He was a failure. John Oliva, a massive failure. Sorry, massive. Don't don't you put it on Long Islanders to pick up your lack of leadership because you can't control the MTA. You can't even control a, a time clock. But people are in Cabo pretending to be working on the railroad. They're sunning themselves and playing pickleball. I mean, it's just a disgrace. We, 
again, we need our fair share what we send up to Albany. What we send out to the federal government, in other words, the federal government then sends it to the state for us to spread it out. Let's see what's going to happen with the $4.2 billion with the Clean Air, Clean um, Water, and uh, Green Jobs Act. Let's see how much money. Right now, I am asking for a committee to make sure the money is going to be spread out equally to each one of our districts. Very, very important because we do not we do not receive our fair share here on Long Island. So let's see what's going to happen with that. How that money is going to be spread out. Yeah, that everybody no, on the a- back of the you know that that was on the back of that was on the back of the um, um, you know with the um, electoral when we went and voted. We voted for a referendum. It was on the back of the um, ballot. You know, I'm almost at the point now where you make Long Island just a separate state of the union because. Uh, they are as treated as badly as anyone, really. Uh, listen, always, always a pleasure to have you on. You know, we got to get you on a little more often. What do you think? I love it. I love it. But please, guys, all listeners, this is really true. This natural gas ban. We need a plan, not a ban. Remember that, what I said, a plan, not a ban. And that's what she's doing. She's mandating In other words, that we are going to be shutting our natural gas, our propane off, and our oil, whatever it is right now, and all New Yorkers are going to suffer from this because we're not going to be able to afford for what she's doing. Just to give a heads up, everybody, they say it's going to cost $270 billion, Jay, to go and retrofit our grid. That's the whole state of New York. That can't even cover New York City. The city of New York couldn't even cover that that money. Imagine they come up with a number $270 billion. That's a drop in the bucket. About the restaurants again to, to revamp. You know, you talking about revamping every restaurant around and a seared hamburger on a frying pan. Wow, I mean that is unbelievable. Hey, uh, always a pleasure, uh, Senator Mario Matera, uh, doing his part uh, in the uh, second uh, senatorial leadership extraordinaire. I say with you, sir, <laughs> and I look forward to the next time. How's that? Jay at all 1039 listeners, thank you so much uh, for the opportunity to always speak to our great listeners. Thank you so much for what you do. Uh, you stay well, the family as well. You take care now. Great. Uh, thank you. Matera.